Welcome to Adult Papers, the podcast for grown-ups. I'm your host, Violet Augustine. I'm going to share sometimes magical, sometimes terrifying, often strange, occasionally funny, and somewhere uncomfortably between hyper-real and surreal stories with you. Welcome back. I had my 36th birthday yesterday, and so in honor of my birthday, I am going to take you on a backwards journey through some pretty significant personal growth. This backwards journey is kind of a spiral, and it's full of synchronicities and tangents. It's actually the tangents that make it a backward spiral. And I don't know if you know, but I love synchronicities and tangents. They are the crunchy sprinkles of my life. To give some context, I originally set out to tell the story of Miss Mirror and my songwriting journey, but there were so many synchronicities intertwined that I wasn't able to get to the story. Basically, every time I started to tell one thing, I had to tell another thing first. It's like I started with the senior seminar, but then kept referring back to the prereqs that you hadn't taken, and so then I had to go back and explain them, and on and on like that in this backward motion until there was no time for the actual seminar. So follow me if you can. I started seriously writing songs under the name Miss Mirror in early 2019 when I got my own place. I'd been getting up at 5 a.m. every day to write poetry, and the poems wanted to be songs. So when I left my marriage and simultaneously my biggest critic, I finally had the space and freedom to do so. One of my students had started calling me Miss Mirror as a joke, but I liked it. So that was the quote artist name I chose. But this is where the telling of that story ends, because a lot of weird coincidences started happening around that time. Like, take for example, the number 14. But before I can even go into why the number 14 has been so cool and weird, I have to talk about what happened on the 13th of August, 2019. So, back in 2019, on the 13th of August, driving past Love Field with a Southwest jet above my head shredding my eardrums, I recognized that I have magical powers. I'm serious. To call them, quote, magical powers is the worst possible way to frame it, because I think we all, to an extent, have them. They're only considered magical because we don't understand them yet. Just like before microscopes, people thought the common cold was caused by a curse. Because we just didn't know germs existed yet. If a person got sick, everyone would look at each other suspiciously like, who spoke the curse? What did the sick person do to piss them off? How do I not piss off said person so I don't get cursed next? And people stayed superstitious like that even a while after the microscope was invented because it took the common person a long time to shift their quotidian understanding from only what I see with my human eye can possibly exist to the concept that not only were there much smaller things than what I can perceive with my human eye, there are billions of them around me at any given moment, and even millions of them living on my fucking hands. And I don't think they even knew yet that there were other trillions inside our guts. Anyway, 
these, quote, extrasensory perception things that a lot of people consider to be magical powers, which is the equivalent of, quote, in one's imagination or made up, I think just have something to do with the quantum world that we're only beginning to understand. And I think that some of us, those of us who are extra sensitive, perceive some of what's going on in the quantum world, and that all of us have the ability to perceive it, though it does have to be cultivated, and like any skill, if not cultivated, is lost, And also, like any skill, some people have a stronger propensity toward it by virtue of their particular DNA. I always make the comparison back to basketball. Like, some people's DNA, like, say, a person who is six foot five instead of five foot seven, is going to be, have a bigger propensity to be good at basketball. But most of us, if not all of us, have some way to participate, even if it's a very altered way of participating in basketball, enough to get you by, enough to say I'm playing basketball, even if you're not doing it well, or you're doing it with lots of support equipment in the case of different abled bodies. But We all can play it in some way, no matter how altered. Although some people, because of their DNA, are way more likely to actually be good at it. I think it's the same with this. If intuition and other things that people consider to be magical was something that was commonly accepted and cultivated, even someone who is not DNA equipped to be a psychic could still function somehow with their intuition, whereas the psychic people, well, they would far exceed everyone else. So anyway, on August 13th, 2019, I basically accepted that I couldn't ignore all the quote, unexplainable things that have happened in my life. And why would I want to? And recognizing them pointed to a very specific conclusion, one that I had been too afraid to accept, to name, to even recognize. For one, I dream about things before they happen sometimes. I know shit before anyone tells me, or I get visions, and then I know a thing that I shouldn't know. And then someone tells me, and I'm like, yeah, I knew that. And they're like, how? What? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I know. I can think about a person, and then they'll text me. Or I can be talking about them, and they'll call me. And then more magical shit with my kid, because they also dream about things before they happen. They'll tell me a weird dream they had and they'll repeat it to me for weeks and then a thing will happen in our life that makes the dream make sense. And since they were like two, they'd answer my fucking thoughts. Like I'd be pushing them around in the stroller and we're not even looking at each other. So it's not like they're reading my expression. I'd just be thinking a thing and then they'd fucking answer my thought out loud. This happens all the time to this day with this child. Also, other weird shit like... They'll put something somewhere it doesn't belong. For example, like a drumstick. Not the thing you get at KFC, but the thing you beat a drum with. Once they put them in the cabinet with the pots and pans. All I knew is that the goddamn things were lost, and I was annoyed because I needed them. And because I couldn't find them for some time, I assumed they were just buried somewhere in the backyard or destroyed. But then one day, I'm recording a song, and I need a cacophony of non-traditional sounds. And so where do I go, of course, but the kitchen, to the pots and pans. And lo and behold, the fucking missing drumstick is in the cabinet with the pots and pans, as if my child knew months ago that I'd need that particular object in that particular location in a short matter of time. 
Some shit like that happened with some glasses that got broken, though I don't remember the full story. And then not that long ago, I had some film canisters that I'd shot and needed to get developed. And my child just ripped the goddamn things open, and I was pissed. They were like at least a year old, the film, and I had no idea what was on them. Although the likelihood that it was just a bunch of pics of my ex was high and they got pretty in trouble over it and I was pretty firm and I'm not always, but with destroying film, I was definitely firm. And guess fucking what? They actually did it again. And when I asked them why, they looked perplexed. Like, honestly, mom, I have no idea why I did that either. And then they got punished. But I felt bad because I knew, deep down, I knew that that was one of those weird instances where my kid just knows a thing but doesn't know why they know it. And for whatever reason, the what of the why in this instance was that they needed to destroy these two rolls of film. Now also, you don't know my kid, so them looking perplexed at why they did a thing and got in trouble is not their normal M.O., they know why they do shit and they usually have a pretty good argument as to why what they did was justified. And so sometimes it's hard getting on to them because they're like, well, you know, yeah, I get that you wanted to experiment to see if the Roku remote would still work after putting it in a glass of water. Your experiment succeeded because now the Roku remote is broken and now you know that water will break a remote. So in this instance, though, the look on their face, the poor thing. Anyways, I think their powers are more powery than mine. Yeah, I know, powerful is a word. Sometimes I make up words to replace perfectly good words, and who the fuck cares? Who does it hurt? My abuela was also this way, and she was pretty powerful. There, you happy? Okay, so I told the story of August 13th. Now, back to tangent number one, which is the number 14. So, on the 13th of August, 2019, I came out to myself as a magical being. A witch, curandera, what have you. Then, a whole year later, on the 14th of August, 2020, I came out to myself as a queer. Which is kind of hilarious, if you know me, because I've always been queer, but apparently I was the last person to know. By the way, is the word gay reserved for dudes? Because I'm not okay with that. I prefer it to the word lesbian because I like the simplicity of one syllable, which is why sometimes I call myself gay or else I'll say les. Though queer is also one syllable and yeah, I like queer because I don't like to be put in boxes. Wait a second. I am queer because I do like to be put in boxes. Okay, anyway, back to number 14. And so on the 14th of October, 2020, I got sober. And that also rhymes. And then on the 14th of November, I decided to seriously begin my yoga practice again. And that was around the same time I decided to go vegan, flexible vegan, which was a thing I hadn't done seriously since college when I used to be vegan and actually teach yoga. And my meemaw, before she passed away this May, was always like, are you doing yoga again? You should do yoga. So there you have it, folks. The lady who drank Diet Coke instead of water, smoked two packs a day, and died of cancer, Yoga was endorsed by even this woman. So yeah, like what the fuck is up with number 14? I'm not doing this on purpose. I'm just looking at the calendar after I decide to get serious about a thing and I'm noting the date in a text or a note and then I'm like, what the fuck? The number 14 again. So then I went full vegan on December 12th. Now I know the number 12 isn't the number 13 or 14, but what the fuck? Like August 13, 2019, come out of the broom closet. 
August 14, 2020, come out of the closet closet. That's kind of weird, right? Then October 14th, I get sober. Also weird, also rhymes. Then November 14th, I go baby vegan. Then December 12th, I go full vegan. And then December 16th, I start the story slash book slash whatever word count it's going to end up being that I talked about in the last episode. So it's weird. It's almost like the first coming out was the hardest and it took me a whole year before I could take the second step. But then I had some momentum and then each subsequent step like sped up to the rate of one step a month. Then like two steps a month versus the initial one step a year. I don't know. So that's it. That's my self-indulgent birthday episode about synchronicities and all the tangents and I guess... It's appropriate on my birthday to recognize some pretty radical personal growth I've had over the last year, year and a half, which makes me feel even more ready for this new year ahead. Ready for your homework? Your homework is to start writing down when weird coincidences or synchronicities happen. Write the date, time, place, and what went down. At first, they won't be synchronicities, right? They may just be cool, weird, or significant moments. Just start taking notes. Who knows, in a year or two, you might look back and make a whole new discovery. And then tweet me at adult underscore papers, or else go to my website at adultpapers.com and send me a message about whatever cool, weird shit. Also, how long is Twitter going to be a thing? Like, hopefully, at least my website will be updated which with whatever the most salient social media at the moment is. One more thing. If you listened to my episode last week about punching fear in the face, well, that's what I'm doing. I punched fear in the face and decided to take a fiction writing workshop to, well, workshop the story I referred to in that episode. Now, I'm recording this on Christmas, and that's a whole week before I can afford to register for the class. It's perfectly possible that by the time I can afford to enroll in the class, that it will be full. But in the case that it's not, and I do get to enroll in it, the class starts in two days and lasts for two months. It should be pretty intense, and so the two months that I'm in the workshop, I'll only be giving you bi-weekly episodes, or bi-monthly, whichever one, it bothers me that those two things have double meanings. So starting this week until March 11th, look for new episodes every two weeks. Also, how fucking hypocritical to be annoyed by something that has double meanings coming from a person with a double fucking personality and life. Like I'm a Gemini rising. I'm fucking Cuban and white. I'm fucking queer. What like really annoyed by something with double meanings? Okay. On that note, tune in in two weeks for an episode about going full vegan. No more $5 cartons of 60 eggs for this mama.